It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Let's bring in Andy McCarthy, of course, uh, former assistant U.S. attorney. Andy, uh, you wrote, first of all, a really powerful column where you basically said, we got to understand these people to beat them. This is not cultural. This is a jihad. And, uh, and you just heard, this is scary stuff, Andy, where we've got the leader of Hamas, uh, calling Muslims around the world to use this Friday as a global day of jihad. Uh, this is, it's really scary. I feel we're, uh, to Rudy's point, our border is wide open. Uh, this is, we're heading to some really tough times, Andy. Uh, let me just say, Rita, to Rudy's point, uh, I'll quote another Rudy, which is, you know, maybe when they tell you who you are, who they are, you should listen to them. Um, he, he's quite right also about the, uh, the last time with the Iranians, uh, that $400 million, that uh, was in cash. That, it, it, it was beyond, uh, you know, the other stuff that we gave them. We ma- we gave them stacks of cash so that it couldn't be traced, uh, which is like t- to have a country-to-country transfer like that is unbelievable. But you're right, Rita. You know, what, what I reacted to, I think, or was trying to react to, was this idea of calling them militants when, in fact, they're jihadists. And I don't mean that as, as an insult. It's what they are doctrinally uh their their goal aside from extirpating israel is part of a broader program to implement their version of sharia which is which is uh this islamic law and societal system they have a very fundamentalist vision of it and they intend to implant that in the whole world but uh, they have a special hatred of israel and i just think if you don't learn the history and what that all comes from, uh, we're going to get spun like crazy. That I mean, they're already trying to spin us. And Andy McCarthy, uh, John Katsimatidis, you have a question, John? Well, you know, you say we got the Ukraine problem now. Now we have uh, the Israeli uh, uh, problem. What's next after that, uh, Andy? Well, I think Syria is still a big problem, too. I'm, wor- I'm very worried that uh, there's going to be a third front against Israel. And it kind of knits everything together because, you know, we're the broader context of this is this axis that's formed uh, between China, Russia, Iran and Iran's proxies. We now know that, uh, for example, that some of these Hamas guys uh, were in Moscow about a year ago. Uh, There may have been Chinese weapons that were used in this operation. So uh, while what's going on in Israel right now is very frightening. Uh, and it's going to be bad for a bit. Uh, I think it's a real concern that this doesn't become a wider hot war. Everybody's talking about the second Cold War. This is this is a pretty hot war right now. Andy, it's it's Richard Warmberg. I think you're exactly right, and I thought your column was excellent. Bernard Lewis, the English historian and political scientist, said that this yeah. is really a war of civilizations, <laughs> and that's what they see this as. This is not. This is just one step in a much larger program. They've made these strategic alliances, and we're in serious trouble, and we still haven't recognized this. We're still talking it down. What do we do about that? Well, what I've been trying to do, Judge, for 30 years is just explain it to people and hope that eventually it gets through. And the thing I find really maddening is that uh, because we had a very good judge in Michael Mukasey in 1995, 
when I prosecuted the blind sheik and the jihadist for the World Trade Center bombing, uh, we were able to prove in court that there was this doctrine of Islam that had a fundamentalist interpretation and that was mediated by very influential figures like the blind sheikh to young Muslim men who committed acts of terrorism. We were able to show that there was a straight line nexus. I don't think today the Justice Department would let you do that. And this goes to exactly the problem you're talking about, which is that we're going in exactly the wrong direction as far as opening people's eyes to this. And, you know, look, when they start beheading babies, if you're not going to sit up and pay attention and understand what we're up against, then you probably never will. Yeah, this is scary, scary stuff. Andy McCarthy, thank you so much. you got to come back on again uh, because, sadly, uh, this is not ending anytime soon. Uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Andy. Very much. Uh, John, uh, you just heard it. I mean, this is a, a war for well, civilization. One more, one more question that we should have asked uh, uh, McCarthy was uh, for the United States to, to, to sort of say that Iran didn't know about it. And for CNN to push that, that Iran doesn't know about it, does that mean, <clears throat> does that mean that Israel does not have permission to take out uh, the, uh, uh, the Iranian nuclear development program? John, hold on. We got uh, Andy still on there. Andy, you heard the question. Um, your thoughts? I think part of the reason that the Biden administration doesn't want to admit what is obvious to everyone, which is that Iran is in this up to its neck and that it wouldn't have happened without Iran greenlighting it. If they acknowledge that, then, uh, you know, there's a lot of ramifications that flow from that that they don't want to deal with. Yeah, so instead they just seem to ignore the root of this. Uh, the knock out the nukes would, uh, you know, if Israel should do that, maybe. Yeah, what I, I, John, I agree. Uh, Andy, thank you so much. Uh, John, you're right. We got to get tough. 